Good afternoon and welcome to Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> no. You mean commercial Sunday. <laughs> yeah, commercials that actually, yeah. Who is even playing today? I think it's the <laughs> Bengals in LA. I don't know. Close so, enough. Y'all, this here's our take, episode 54. It's a beautiful day in Oklahoma and we have made a few little switches. Yep. So we're kind of excited to introduce them. Our first one is movie news, but we have decided to call it The Five, and it's our favorite top five movie news. Of the last week or so. Yeah, of our last episode. Of recent news, yeah. yeah. So, Mm -hmm. here we go. We have our top five. Yep. All right, so I'll start us off with the first piece. So, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, which we talked about briefly a little bit ago. Well, it's added a few more members to its cast. So, Charlie Hoonan joins... And Jensen Hansu, who is in Blood Diamond, and he was Korath Pursuer, and then also Ray Fisher, who was Cyborg in uh, Justice League. Yes. You know, and then of course, Sophia Botelli is in it, and if, to give you a brief reminder, this is about a, a different galaxy that sends a young woman, Sophia, to look for warriors to help her defend against an invasion. So yes. and it's on Netflix and Zack Snyder in space. Sign us up and the cast is already Excited. looking really good. Yeah, it's yep. gonna be great. Okay, and sadly, boo hoo, James Gunn. Why did he even announce this? He comes out and confirms that my favorite Marvel group, Guardians of the Galaxy number three, will be the last time we see him. And did you even see Mitchum that he even said it's gonna be sad? So it makes me think he's gonna like kill them all off. Well, we'll see. You I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna Gunn. be in Love and Thunder. I definitely. know, but still. But, and they'll they'll maybe be in some others yeah. before then. So well, but I, you got to end it somewhere. Yeah, I'm just, and it might be the. I think it's the last time we'll see them together as a group. So yeah. it doesn't mean we won't see them individually. And you know the marketing in me. I mean, this has got to be a hype. He's yeah, hyping it up. Probably. Because, you know, we, it made the news. It made our news. It's everywhere. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. it's a marketing thing. Yeah. Okay, what well, else? Well, also, in some other Marvel news, Dakota Johnson is set to play Madam Web slash Cassandra Webb uh, in a Spider-Man spinoff film, I think, by Sony. Uh, mm-hmm. She is usually depicted as a supporting character in the Spider-Man comic book series. Well, she appears to be elderly woman connected to a life support system resembling a spider web. She's mm-hmm. clairvoyant and pre- a protagonist mutant. Precognitive mutant. mutant. Well, big yeah. words. Basically, she is the... She is the... She controls the spider-verse, basically. Okay. So she has a... She's kind of like the watcher, in a sense, where oh. she watches, but she only cares about the different Spider-Mans. Okay. So it's going to have to do something with timeline. But and I mean, I'm sure we'll probably get a little... I don't know... But maybe she'll be mentioned in the new um, Spider-Verse movie coming out with Miles Morales soon. So, I don't know. We'll see. So, this is interesting. She's kind of a really less-known character, but, but Sony is really... But from what I read up, it says she's elderly. She's not Well, she's probably really old. Or this could be her oh, origin I story. Yeah. You know, okay. this could be her or- how but she got like her powers. it's like a spinoff movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Sony is really kind of I'm not creating crazy. their own Spider-Verse oh, yeah. outside the MCU. Genius. And they really solidified that in the most recent Tom Holland movie where... You know, Venom was in a different oh, universe, right. you know. So all these Spider-Man movies that Sony is doing is in its own universe, different from the Marvel universe. Okay. Gee, so, yeah. which yeah. is pretty cool. I'm not crazy about Dakota Fanning. I mean, I'm sorry, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. 
Okay, and I'm 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 wasn't sure about this, but I've thought about it and slept on it, and I'm I'm okay with it. I'm excited. Amazon recently announced a sequel series. There's only maybe ten of them, and it's called Blade Runner 2099. So it's based on all the Blade Runners, and it uh, Ridley Scott is attached, like as executive producer. Of course. And it is a follow up to both. It's a follow-up to the 1982 original movie and our boy, Denis Villeneuve, to his Blade Runner 2049. This will be cool. Yeah. I think it'll be really unique to kind of get a series in this world, yeah. in this universe. It's really kind of from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And you can really explore different things. Mm-hmm. And this is just amazing. And it's 50 years after 2049. Yeah, and 2049 was okay. 50 years after or 60 years after the original yeah. one or something like that. So, yeah, it's really cool how they keep doing these amazing time jumps right and everything so well, it'll be the interesting fact that it's amazon <clears throat> yeah makes me happy not yeah, there'll Netflix. be money behind it for sure yes and it mm-hmm. could be super dark mm-hmm. you know and that it's only 10 episodes yeah it's yeah and also series kind of but with amazon it's a little unrelated but they finally are starting to release sneak peeks of their new powers of the ring ring the ring of power oh, yes, yes, the yes, lord of the I rings ring that. of power yeah. man that looks really cool i'm oh, pretty excited for it really and it's excited. amazon so yeah and i mean they've been talking about they've thrown billions of dollars oh, at this, yeah. and they've been yeah. really in production forever so everyone's pretty hyped all right and then our last best news of all our last news is uh really exciting for me is sony's craven the hunter which is already starring aaron taylor paul or aaron taylor johnson johnson aaron, yeah, yeah. Well, they've added another cast member, and of course, it is Russell Crowe, who is playing uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's dad. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's if you don't know, amazing. Craven the Hunter, he is a Russian immigrant, Sergei Kravenov, and he is on a mission to prove that he's the greatest hunter in the world. Yep. And so he is one of Spider-Man's main villains. We thought we may have saw him in, like, the brief, you know, uh, silhouettes of uh, oh, No right. Way Home and yes. everything. So he may be in the MCU in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first time one person has played two different roles in the MCU because Aaron Taylor Johnson was already in the MCU yeah. as Quicksilver, mm-hmm. which they've kind of retconned a little bit and given yeah. it back to the other guy, which I'm totally fine with. I love Aaron Taylor Johnson, and I'm glad that he's back into the MCU or in some well, in some shape or form. And I think is already this gonna is going to be, be great. I mean, we already know Russell Crowe. I mean, he's Superman's dad. Yeah. So why can't he be Craig oh, the Hunter's dad as well? It's going to be fantastic. And it's just so. hilarious because my guy is Christian Bale. Mitchum's guy is Russell Crowe. You know, and here my little Christian is going to yeah. be in Love and Thunder mm-hmm. as the bad, you know, dude. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I can't Mitchum, wait for that. So I just could This is so cool. I love this. So. Yep. Okay. And then our next little segment that we've kind of switched up a little bit. We've decided to really... Even though we're a podcast about movies, ever since this COVID thing broke out, TV series, streaming series, like these mini-series, are really part of our culture now. Yeah. And so we feel well, there's, like... Well, there's been so many good ones recently. Yes. Like, so extremely good ones. we feel like we really need to maybe start addressing these. We've always touched on them, mm-hmm. but we're going to kind of start addressing them. And not, you know, just like two or three an episode. Yeah. And it's kind of what we've been binging and we want to share with you all. Sure. So, Mitchum, of course... Start with your <laughs> so first the one. big one everyone's been talking about is Boba Fett has finally come to an end, seven episodes. Um, I don't think it was what anyone was expecting. Yeah, but I, for me, 
as a and I won't spoil anything, but for me as a standpoint, it's... as a fan of Star Wars, this was it was great. Okay. There was a lot of jaw dropping moments, a lot of characters that we that came in that we didn't weren't expecting at all. Um, I am super excited for the next Star Wars. I mean, Dave Fioli, John Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, uh, Richard Rodriguez, like all those guys. If they're doing, if they're attached to a Star Wars, I will watch it. Okay. You know, this has been some of the most exciting Star Wars that we've been put out, and also another. We finally got a date for the Obi Wan Kenobi show with Hayden Christensen and obviously Ian McGregor, and oh. everyone is pumped. And it is May 25th of this year. And why now, didn't they go with May 4th? You're right. So at first it was we released it was going to be in May. And I was like, oh, everyone, it's going to be May the 4th, yeah. obviously. Well, they didn't do that. And that's because May 25th will be the 45-year anniversary of the first time we saw Ben Kenobi, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, that's in pretty a new awesome. Hope, which that's is amazing. In yes. A New Hope. In A New Hope, which is yeah. fantastic. So it's the 45-year anniversary of A New Hope. That's which awesome. is fantastic. It's better. So, I mean, the May Fourth was a little. Over, it's really little kind of a new thing, just, a little bit. Yeah, that would have made it. They might release a trailer. It. They might release a trailer on May yeah. Fourth. Yeah. So, okay. but yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for this. Obi Wan's one of my favorite Jedi, one of my all time favorite characters, and yeah, I just can't wait. It's it's good stuff all through 2022 coming with, and also other. I I gotta throw this in. They've started filming on the Ahsoka show. And I'm so okay. pumped for 2023. Have you guys figured out that Ahsoka is Mitchum's all-time favorite <laughs> Star Wars human? She might be my all-time favorite character my, of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Mine is Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Mitchum has every Funko Pop of mm. Ahsoka. And you absolutely 100% approve of... Um, Rosario Dawson, yes. Playing, Rosario Dawson. She is... is Perfect. Spot yes. on. Yes. Yeah. And she, it's so great too because she is the one that's been advocating herself to play oh, this that's character. Even cooler. So someone that yeah. has that passion will like, she, and she hasn't disappointed. Yeah. And I really, like, I'm really glad that she's like, hey, I will do this. Yeah. And she's been wanting to do it oh, forever. She's perfect. And she's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I, the so only thing I'm mid- missing is a tattoo. Right, which I, his it's next happen. tattoo is yeah. going to be Ahsoka. Yeah. So anyway, well, look, I, I'm not. I've seen all the Star Wars. I have, but I'm not huge like you guys are. Okay, I, I've seen them because it's part of culture. So here's my tiny little take on Boba Fett, and all I want to say is, I just, just being an outsider looking in, I just think it's a shame that Boba Fett was given this series. You know. But to be pushed aside later by better, more exciting characters. I mean, seriously, we had Ahsoka, we had the Mandalorian, we had my little baby Grogu come in there, and then that blue guy, what's that, Cade Bane? Cad Bane, And then my Timothy Olfen as Cobb Bane. They all came in the last three episodes, and he wasn't even in it. So I'm not, I don't really care, I mean, whatever, but I, the last three were absolutely amazing yeah and to me it was more like mandalorian 3 i just kind of felt sorry for little boba fett well i mean and also he was in every single scene of the first four episodes a little too much exactly so this was a different but anyway that's my take on it i mean that's just an outsider looking in so anyway okay moving on you know i'm sure y'all saw on our uh instagram uh 
Oklahoma got hit by a major, not major, but a snowstorm. So my office closed for two and a half days. So what I do? I sat home and watched movies and series. Okay, you guys, I finally got on board with Dope Sick. And it's on Hulu. It's eight mini series. It's eight episodes. And let me tell you, Michael Keaton, Peter Sarsgaard, Caitlin Deaver, Rosario Dawson, absolutely amazing. Michael Keaton will blow your mind. He was in every episode. Yep. He was. He made a full circle, and but th- it was very difficult to watch because it literally focused on this far- pharmaceutical company that didn't even care that they were killing people and. It just this is oh, all about the the recent the opioid the opioid yes, and I'm like sorry. oxycontin yeah. pandemic that deals, we've been dealing with. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got excited. Deals with America's struggle with the opioid addiction from the boardroom to the doctor's office to the DEA drug enforcement team, and it just you know it was amazing. And I work at a doctor's office, and we have even you know we've even curbed everything i mean it's and this is really it really kind of touches home because oklahoma is one of the higher rated states where this is a really big issue it is and i we've had football players i mean a few years ago there's a guy his name was austin box and he overdosed on these opioids Mm. and back when it was a huge deal you know and it was a really big deal in oklahoma and he was like one of the first kind of collegiate athletes to get addicted to these drugs and he passed away well the pharmaceutical company from day one said it's not addictive yeah it is not addictive Mm -hmm. and so the pharmaceutical reps were being trained and they were trained oh tell all your doctors it's it's not addictive well Mm. and you'll see in the series how they justified saying it wasn't addictive and it wasn't it oh it just watch it y'all it's difficult to watch but it it was amazing yeah. it was absolutely yeah. amazing all right and finally the last one this is <laughs> this is a little different but it's fun and lighthearted. uh the legend of vox machina on amazon prime this there are nine episodes out right now it's an animated series and it's a it's about a the people that created it they are a group of friends and they play D D. And they have turned their D&D campaigns into a huge success on YouTube. They live stream every Thursday, and they are known as Critical Role. And so they've done three campaigns so far. Well, this TV show is an animated series about their first campaign together. And all these, so all the voices from their Dean King, they've, they've, they're all voice actors, and they all voice their own characters in this show. And it's, it's, it's funny. It's raunchy. It's gory. It's it's, it's, rated it's R. great. It's rated R. It's it's the storytelling is great. Yeah. You fall in love with the characters. Yes. It's I mean I don't want to say lighthearted because it's you know raunchy and gory yeah. and stuff, but like it it's just funny. Yeah. And it, it's they brought in a ton of other people too. Like David Tennant was in a few episodes. There's uh, the guy from Walking Dead who played who had the the. He was the king. He's yes, in a couple yes, episodes. Yes, I, and like yeah. all these big name actors and everything. And well, I just go, it's, it's fun. The reason I love it, and I'm new into animated. I mean, mm. this is my third animated series. You know, I did Arcane, still love it. I did Castlevania, loved it. And this is my third one. And I love it so much because of the, the group of them. Yeah. They are all a group. They're a group of they, adventurers. And they can't, 
be one without the other. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in every episode, you learn a little, like my favorite one now is Percy. In these last three episodes, you're learning about what made him where he is today. Mm. And Pike, the little girl, you yeah. kind of learn about her ever life, yeah. you know. So it's just, I, yeah, and I, I'm very much enjoying yeah, this. Yeah, and you so, don't need to know anything yeah. about D&D, no. but don't let that, no. like, that's just what it's about. You don't need to know anything about what they did, their previous campaign. I mean, Allie will protest to this. She didn't know anything Nothing. about it. I mean, I just know some of the background, but I, you know, the story is semi-new. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you just fall in love with the characters and it's yeah. just fun. And it's really great. I really like the way they're doing it. And how they release three episodes at a time. At a time. And, and I think there's like going to be 24. They're like 24 minutes long, yeah, right? Yeah, they're pretty and short. there's 24 of there's them. There's 24, so it'll be eight weeks. Yeah. And it's similar to what Arcane did. Yeah. And so each kind of three episodes is kind of like a mini movie yes. almost. Yes. So they, like, there's an overarching story, but each three is like kind of has its own mini plot. Right. And then it adds to the, which I really enjoy that because like, that way you're not you watch like one episode and you're just dying for a week. Yeah. You know, you could spread out the three episodes. So but All yeah, right. so those are three so great those TV are shows. Our three recommends recommendations or, you know, yep. and wrapping up Boba Fett. Okay. So then we had three awesome trailers drop. Yes. So we're gonna briefly pull up our segment trailer talk. Um uh light year. Oh, I'm so I mean, pumped. That, I'm I just so excited. almost just dropped a tear. I know. And to hear Chris Evans yes. is yep. perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. So yeah, it's really, just, we kind of got a little hint of what the plot's going to be. Yeah. I guess they're stranded on a planet for a year yes. and they're trying to get back home. Yeah. So yeah, we kind of, we saw a little bit of Zerg, which yes. is going to be exciting. Yes, they released that. So yeah, I, I don't know what it is. And I think it's because I love Toy Story so much, yeah. but I always thought I liked Woody. But yes. this, this, I'm so excited. And I yeah. think probably because I like Chris Evans. But well, this, I'm so pumped for and this. And Chris is perfect. Oh, yeah. And Th- this has Wakiti's in it, yes, too. Yes, yes. And I yeah. mean, the... I don't the nostalgia, I guess, yeah. oh, of it's it. It's gonna be great. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just so pumped. So, and you know, I did a poll on all three of these, and so far, you know, it's like 75% of you. It's, it's oh yeah, it's a hit. Not surprised. You know, you're not gonna miss it. You're gonna hit it. Yeah. And then the Adam Project. I, you know, it's, let me just. It's we talked about it last show. Mm. It's Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Sadala. Jennifer Garner, who I adore, Mark Ruffalo, and it's just time travel. It's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah. So they finally release a trailer, and it's it'll be a perfect Netflix movie. Sure. It'll be fine. It's typical. It's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds does, yeah. And it and right now it'd be now, fun to see Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo in a movie again. Together. I know. I love no. them. I'm so excited. Um, um, oh my gosh, that's right. They did 13 going on 30. Yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. just hit me. Yep, yep. Um, anyway, so that poll's about 70% that you yeah. guys are going to hit it, and that makes me happy. And then our last trailer we want to mention. Yeah, Jurassic World Domination, which is going to be the third installment and I think last of the mm-hmm. Jurassic World series, you know, with Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and... Big reveal, the original three from Jurassic Park are coming back. So we got Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern are oh, all joining the cast. That's, that's what that's what's bringing Yeah, it. so it's going to be fun. And I it. yeah, it'll be, I think, a great way to end Jurassic Park, Jurassic World yes. all together. And I mean, they all look great. Laura Dern looks amazing. Yep. You know, Sam Neill looks great. Jeff Goldblum looks like almost the same. 
you know, maybe just yeah. a little older. Gray hair. Gray hair. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. And also, big news, it is releasing a day before. It's releasing on June 10th of this year. Well, that is a day before the first Jurassic Park was released in 1993. That's cool. So that's really that's cool. cool. So so almost 30 years yeah, later. That's why they so, chose that mm. date. So and it's the first time Jeff, Sam, and Laura have been together. Since? Yes. Oh, wow. On the same screen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only thing that excites me. The trailer was cool, though. And just real quick, I want to mention, too, because y'all know I'm a DC girl. They they did a little 60-second DC Extended Universe preview, and it featured The Flash, excited, Mm -hmm. The Batman. They featured Black Adam and Aquaman. And I just love Jason Momoma saying, what could be greater than a king? hero but black adam i'm super pumped for and aquaman of course so moving right along uh into our one of you know the reason we're here here's our take we've saw three movies in the past couple weeks since last time we saw you so two smaller ones and then we got one older older ones and one pretty big one so Allie, you take it away and you know we warned you you know we're catching up okay so we're catching up and there's not a lot coming out Right. recently until we get to march yeah. or later in february so we're so hey, just hang with us so briefly i want to talk about a movie a film called nine days um and it it um it's two hours and four minutes what and i rented it for five dollars on prime because that's how good i mean it was on many of my friends um steven and jonesy my little buddies from uh, instagram that have podcasts it was on both of their top five list so i'm like i gotta do this you know what was cool about it is the director it made me think of andrew patterson who did the best of night oh. well this guy edson oda he it was his first time out writing and directing oh this. wow okay. yes so that kind of attracted me yeah and Wilson Duke, the dude from Black Panther, Mabaka, or oh, he, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the head guy. Okay. And Benedict Wong oh, was in him. it. And Bill Skarsgård. Yep, yep. The young one. Mm-hmm. And then Zazie Beats was in it. Oh, yeah. We love we her. We love Zaza Beats. So, I mean, that cast right there alone. So, and it just, it was lovely and it was something like i've never seen before i'm not going to take a lot of time explaining it because it's hard to explain but i'll attempt this and i had to write it down because i don't want to get it wrong um it's about this man who was living at one time but and his name is will and he evaluates new souls and judging their worth um for life to be sent down to life to live in someone and he does it over nine days and he selects one so when there's a baby being born he selects the one soul that'll go down and be in that baby and live a life and so what's cool about it though is in his living room and you never know where he's at he's like in a you know like not on earth yeah. he's not in you in know between yeah and he has all these old-fashioned tvs and, he, and all the people that he has chosen a soul for, he watches them on these TVs through their eyes. Hmm. And so one day, one of his people all of a sudden just died in a car wreck. So the TV went black. So mm. then he had a job to do. He mm. has to find another soul to inhabit, you know. And so 
and it was just so, you know, and he's a reclusive guy and he just interviews these people. He brings them in and he just determines on whether they're worthy enough to go down and be a soul. But what's interesting about it is each one of them comes in and they kind of come in innocently. Like, and he's like, now, do you know why you're here? And some of them are like, yeah, or no. They're just like innocent. Interesting. But over the nine-day period, you see them. Kind of blossom. Yes. Okay. And some of them get mean and angry. Mm. Some of them get more kinder. And it's just so interesting watching all these candidates to be a soul, because he can only choose one. You know, and how their personality changes because they get to sit there and watch these TVs and see all the stuff because one kid was being bullied mm-hmm. and then he ended up bullying back and killing a guy mm. that was bullying him. So they could see all this. Anyway, it was just so interesting. And Zaza Beats was brought in because she was like a, she's like a free spirit soul and she was really. I think she was there to test him because this Will had some issues too. Okay. You know, he was very withdrawn and stuff, and she kind of brought him out. And and it ended up being two souls that he had to choose from. And he and she would have been perfect, but he didn't choose her. And I think he did that almost on purpose because he didn't want to send her there. Because, you know, it can, mm. there's bad stuff that happens. Yeah. And I just think he, I don't know, that's just my theory. But it was lovely. It was lovely, and I highly recommend it. Sounds interesting. Um, Yeah, nine days, it's on Prime. Okay, real quick, the next movie I watched that I've been meaning to watch, but it was that movie called Nobody, Mm. and it was the Bob Ondenkirk, you know. Bob Ondenkirk. Yeah, Yeah. from Call Saul. Call Saul. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Connie Nielsen was in it. Christopher Lloyd played his dad. And then Michael Ironside had a little part Oh, in this it. is the one where he's like the, yes. well, the mercenary guy. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And it, it was an action, crime, comedy, you know, it was on HBO Max. It was only an hour and 30 minutes long. Oh, good. You know, very short and sweet. But, you know, I actually kind of enjoyed it, and he pulled it off, you know. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, here's the explanation. He's a docile family man. But he slowly reveals his true character because his house gets burglarized, mm-hmm. you know, and he, by two petty thieves, and that coincidentally led him on a bloody rampage in war with a Russian crime boss. And so he is, like, hiding his identity because he used to be, like, in the CIA and a badass. And so gotcha. he's off living this life, you know, just being a docile. He's got two kids. His son thinks he's, like, a pussy, you know. But by the end, he ends up, yeah. Being so a badass, I, yeah. You know, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess if needed... you like Bob Olenkort, then yeah, it would be. Yeah, and uh, he's not even one of my favorites, but I was just, once again, you just get curious about something. Sure. It was fun. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, so now let's get to our our one, our one brand-new movie that yes. we're going to review. Yes, so this one just recently came out. It is uh, Death on the Nile, which is, you know, from the famous author Agatha Christie and his and her Perot, Hercule Perot investigative stories. Uh, it's directed by Kenneth Brogdon, also starred Kenneth Brogdon. Crime, drama, mystery. Uh, it is two hours long. And also Gal Gadot, Emma Mackey, Kenneth Brogdon, Annette Bening, uh, Loretta White, uh, Rose Leslie from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and Russell Brandt. Yeah. Which we'll talk about him later. And this is just another one of his Perot's, 
you know, he's on vacation and, you know, there's a murder and he is asked to solve the murder. Right. You know, typical just crime story yeah. and very Sherlockian home. Yeah. Is it Sherlockian Holmes kind yep. of thing or uh, knives out kind of thing, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I, I adore Kenneth Brogdon. I think he's fantastic, very underrated, and he pulls this off very well. Yes. But, you know, and also, um, also another character in it was Army Hammer, which we were both kind of surprised, but I don't. No, the way the movie ended without spoilers, I don't know if they could have recast him. Like, oh no, 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 no! Like they did with uh, another movie, yeah. you know. So no, because it, he's kind of it was canceled fine. now, so it was fine. But he wasn't it very often, no. and it was yeah, you're right. Well, it was and totally the other fine. people made up for it. I mean, exactly. Gal Gadot was amazing. My girl, my new love is Emma McKee, oh. and she is in Sex Education. And oh my gosh, Russell Brand! Oh my Unrecognizable. Yes, he was fantastic. He was amazing. He, I wish he, he played was, the doctor. Yeah, he was hardly he any was speaking amazing. lines. I wish he was in it more. Yes, I loved his character. He, I, I didn't and even he, recognize yeah, him. Yeah, completely Great different. Actor. And yeah, he was fantastic. But you know what, you guys? This movie was very typical. It was very. I enjoyed it more than the Orient Express, much more. <laughs> but a lot of the reason why is because of the cast. Yeah, you know, I love Gal. And I love my little Emma girl. And Gal was fantastic. But let me, the scenery. Yes. It was all, I looked it up, it was all shot in Egypt. Wow, yeah. And so the scenery, the beauty, mm-hmm. you know, they were on like this riverboat on the Nile. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah. And it, you know, when the best movie, it won't be on my top 20 probably. It was fun. I, I, I was dreading to go. I went with my little work buddy, Christy. She came with me again and she was excited to see it. And so, but I left going, well, that was good. I liked it. Yeah. I really did. And you know what else? I had brunch with a friend this morning and I was telling her I was doing the show day. She goes, oh, what, what movie are you talking about? And I said, oh, you won't, you know. She goes, no, what is it? And I said, we're doing Death and All. She goes, I saw it last night. And I was like, what? Wow. She, they see one movie a year. <laughs> okay. So this goes to prove. Yeah. This is a good movie. For all you guys that don't get out, I mean, it's for our people, Mitchell. Oh, yeah. This is, I will recommend this to my girls at work. Oh, 100%. You know, it was fine. It yeah. was it was enjoyable. I didn't even realize it was a two-hour movie. Nope. I mean, it kept me engaged. Mm-hmm. I kind of had it figured out. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. No, that's fine. It, it was okay. I really, it really makes me want to go back and watch Murder of the Orient Express because I really kind of want more Perot. Yeah. I just love yeah. his portrayal of the character. Now, I will and- say... I enjoy Daniel Craig in Knives Out more That's fair. than Perot. And I mean, we, th- these types of movies, they've kind of been done before. I mean, you got Sherlock Holmes, who was the first. Yes. And then Daniel Craig, you know, yes. it's the typical eccentric, oh, yeah, weird, yeah. you know, investigative kind of yeah. movies. Which, you know, you, you know, Agatha Christie, you know, is a fantastic author. And I like the way, you know, she also did. And then there were nine. Yes. And that, I read that book when I was like in middle school. And it still sticks with me to this oh, day. Oh, really? I don't know why. But Perot's not in that one. It's just one of her other books. Oh, but uh, well, so yeah, I like her kind of. Well, it kind of gave a little of... background into Perot yeah. too, which mm-hmm. was surprising. So and I love the time period it. it was set in. Oh so, yes, yeah. yeah. Go see it. It's great. All right, guys. This week on Pop Popcorn, we have two great questions. Um, the first one, since the Oscar nods just came out from TDK seventy nine, what are our thoughts on the Oscars, Allie? We had ten uh, great pet best picture nominees 
well, and everything. So what? First off, let me ask this: What is your overall general thought on just the nominations in general? Okay. Not any specific How, category, just in general. This is it. This is my sentence. How in the hell can a movie get ten Oscar nominations but not best director? Yeah. Tell me. I agree. What am I referring to, people? You know, it's Dune. Yep. Dune got nominated for 10, but do you see Denae Villeneuve in there? Nope. Hell no. Nope. And that's all I'm going to say. Yep. Okay, so um, this is my opinion, okay? I, I've seen every one but one. Mm -hmm. I've seen all these. My thing for you people out there, now they've, they're re-releasing them. Yep. Even my Dune is back in theaters. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, this is what you guys need to go see. This is what I recommend. Go see Belfast. Amazing. Watch Coda. Okay? Amazon that's Prime. On, that's on Apple TV. Apple TV. Go see Dune. My beloved Dune. Go see King Richard. It's about the little tennis girls. Amazing. And then um, West Side Story. Those are the movies that you need to see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I'm okay. with Allie on those. Yep. I definitely agree. Um, and I totally agree on the Dennis Villeneuve thing. I think it's a shame. And I, we have not watched the Oscars since yeah. the Moonlight incident. Yeah. And we are kind well, of out on the Oscars. That's exactly why. Yeah. It's so subjective. It's a bunch of old men sitting in a room. They have this certain system that they do. Yep. But it, it's absolutely insane. Well, and another it, thing is... It makes is, no sense. It's like, so Dune will win cinematography. Two or three, yeah. It'll win, you know, it'll win all the visual effects stuff. Yeah. You know, it'll win all these Oscars, but it won't win Best Picture, and it won't obviously it won't win Best yeah. Director. So and I it, just don't understand no how sense. one movie can dominate all the other categories but not win Best Picture. I mean, the orchestrator, so. can an orchestra function without the maestro guy? Yep. I agree. Seriously. I agree. Yeah, and Hans Zimmer got nominated, and I think he's going to win because oh, that no, soundtrack is amazing. Down. Okay, so. what's our next question? All right, question? so the next question from underscore K uh, dot cat. Is this is a little personal oh. for us, you know, just to for us to get to know you guys, <laughs> yeah. or for you guys to get to know us. What are our favorite beverages? Uh, well, I'll, and I'll go first. I'm assuming that's cocktails. Oh, okay. That's what I'm. Okay. That's what I got from okay. it. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with cocktails. I, I was going to say my favorite drink of all time, but what is it? Well, Diet Mountain Dew. That's what yeah. I drink almost every day. Well, mine's coffee. I drink sure. a pot of coffee a day. Yeah. So. I mean, I drink so I drink coffee in the morning and Mountain Dew at night. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, favorite cocktail though. Man, it really kind of depends on the season. When it's hot, I prefer a gin and tonic. And when it's cold, wintry, I prefer just a nice glass of whiskey on ice. So, nice. yeah, a little fancy with my thumb okay. up, you know. That's great. Or All my right. Pinky. Well, my cocktail is, you know, I just have a few because with over my age, I've known which ones my body can accept and not have hangovers with. I love a good Michelob Ultra. Oh, yeah. Drink those all day long. And then uh, margaritas. Yep. I love a frozen margarita. And occasionally, just occasionally, I like crown with vanilla neat. Yes. Did I say that right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Neat. Yeah, yeah, so neat, for those of you who don't know, neat means no ice. Right. And I prefer mine on the rocks, which means with ice. Yeah. So, and and back in the little, day. Just a little sip. I don't drink it. You know, no, just yeah. little sips here and little there. Shot. Yeah, a little shot. Back in the day, she used to be known for her buttery nipples, but I don't think you do those anymore. <gasps> oh, I love buttery nipples, but God, they're so fattening. Yeah. They're yeah. the worst. And that's like, yeah. what is that? Butter, scotch, snops with Baileys. Yep. 
Yeah. It's heaven. Yeah, so there's a little bit about us. Right. Uh, may, comment on one of our Instagram photos and tell us your favorite beverage. Oh, yes, so we that's get to know awesome. You. I'd love so, that. Yeah. Okay, so new year, new show. Um, we're adding a segment. We hope you all approve. Um, we're going to add a, we're going to recommend a board game. This is fantastic because I loves this. I love board games. I don't know what I we grew up and every Friday night we had family game night and we would all like we would play Parcheesi or Monopoly or just some, or Sorry some kind of board game as a family and I've really taken and treasured that because I have a huge obsession with any type of board game. Well, so, all four of all four of my all siblings, siblings and my whole family siblings, and whenever yeah. we get a big family get together, we always play some type of game. Yeah. And it's some I guess it's one of our traditions that we have in our family. So I'm super excited about this cuz I love all types of games. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. And this first one that we're talking about is extra special to yeah. both Allie and I. So we hope you all approve of this. We're only going to do it every other episode because the opposite episode, we have another new segment that we're letting Lauren, who you all met a couple of weeks ago, who's our avid book reader, we're giving her a little segment. So we're going to do Game Changer and then Lauren's segment, and we're just going to flip-flop those for you. You know, you, you got to change stuff it up. up. New year, new so, us. Okay, so introducing Game Changer. Mitchum, tell them what game, and then I'll talk about it. Man, okay, so this is a game. The game is called Chicka Pig, and it is one of our favorite games. And the reason, I'm just going to say this, the reason it's one of our favorite games is because it was produced by our favorite artist, Dave Matthews. Yeah. And I'll let okay. Allie take it away. So back in 2016, Brian Calhoun, and he is with uh, Rockbridge Guitars. He makes guitars, okay? So that's how him and Dave Matthews met. Well, I don't, you know, Dave Matthews and this guy, they literally have a farm, like in Charlottesville, North Carolina, or in Charlotte, where Dave Matthews Yeah, Dave's started. a weird dude, we know. Yeah, so he, they have a farm, and they, like, feed poor people and ship it out. I mean, anyway, so this Brian Calhoun had an idea for a game, and it's called Chicka Pig. It's two to four players. It's eight years and up. It is a cross between, and this is why Mitchum likes it, because chess and checkers. Yep. Okay? So the gist of the game is you are in charge of a flock of Chicka Pigs. And yes... <laughs> It is a chicka pig is a hybrid of a chicken and a pig. <laughs> and they must strategically move across a playing board while attempting to dodge other opponents, hay bales, and the ever menacing pooping cow. Yep. Yes, there are cow chips. Yep. There that are you can poops cow mm -hmm. chips on the board. And it, it, you know, follow Chicka Pig on Instagram. This game is available on Amazon. It's only $20. And it was the top selling game in 2017. Yes. Yeah, this game, it's, it's, it's great. It's very strategic. It's great because it's four players, I really yeah. think. Because a lot of games, you are really only good at two players, but yeah. or a lot of games are really only good at 10 players. This game really excels of getting four people playing together and they're you're all competing against each other yeah. you can make alliances with people and it's it's easy to learn Is it's it super kind of easy sorta, to learn i was trying to think of how i could would you parcheesi kind of 
sort of kind of there's there are some similarities because yeah. you have a because you have your flock of chicka pigs and you're trying to get them from your side of the board across the board on the other side. Right. But the way you do that is your chicka pigs can only move in one direction. Oh, that's right. Or yeah. two directions. They can go front and back or left and right. Yeah. But they have to move the entire length until they hit something. That yes. could be another chicka pig, oh, a gosh, hay bale, right. the a cow, poop, a cow or a poop, or the edge of the board. Yeah. And so, like, you're trying to get your flock, which is a whole board edge, and you're trying to fit these two chicka pigs into, like, a goal post that's only two squares wide. Right. So you can block your opponent. You can put traps down, you know, and everything. It's it could be any, vicious. Yeah, it can. Yeah. And all players, all ages can play this. And every it's super easy to other learn. group of people that we've introduced it to have ended up buying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, it, we it's, have, it's fun. We have a special version, which is yeah. really fun. It's, it comes in a burlap bag, and the pieces are like made, made out of little wooden chips. Yeah. And it was Bye. back when they were more, like, they were handmade yeah. when they were first getting started. Now I think all the pieces and are it plastic. Was, it, no, they're still, oh, they're okay. still wood. But back in, when I found out, of course, Dave Matthews was promoting it. Of course, I had to have it. So I think it was, like, back in 2016, 17, I ordered one. It was very expensive. Mm-hmm. But it, it's... It was, you know, his mom would, like, make yeah. the game pieces. And then they his sister made the burlap bag. So I have the original game of it. Yeah, it's and really cool. And now when you go on Amazon, it's in a box, you mm-hmm. know, a game box. And, and another great thing about this, it only takes 30 minutes to an hour oh, to play. Oh, that's true, yeah. You know, it's, it, you mean, it takes you 10 minutes to learn. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to learn and hard to master, right. I would say. Oh, perfect. You know, that's but perfect. it takes, you know, 30 minutes to an hour max to play. Yeah. There is a little timer, so you can time each other's turns if you get really experienced, but we usually don't do that, no. you know. And so it's just really about having fun, and it really gets, like, competitive if you want it to, and you can play on teams. Yeah, it's easy to do teams. on teams. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just a great family game or a gathering. You can get multiple games in in yeah. a night. And yeah, I mean, once you once you play it once, you're gonna get hooked, and yeah. you're gonna want to buy yourself a little chicken pig. Oh, dude! Because they're so and cute. I, I have a picture on our Instagram that's gonna promote this episode. I I'm gonna I'll have a picture of it. So swipe over, and you'll see a picture in, of the game board to yep. see if you're interested. So go out and buy yourself a chicken pig. Chicken pig. Okay, so what can we do? My instant shout out real quick. Yeah, I'm go ahead. limiting it. I'm yep. limiting this. So. Okay, so my podcast appreciation, I've got, this is kind of funny because my buddy, Leo, who does movies on weed, I want you guys to go, I'm promoting myself, but there's another story. Go listen, it's like seven minutes long, his episode, and it's the one that's called Death Race, okay? And at the very end of it, Leo has a new segment that he's calling The Rant, So he reached out to me and he's like, hey, I'm doing this new segment. It's a one-minute deal. I want you to do a rant about whatever, just rant about something for one minute, you know. And so I I think I kind of misunderstood him because I think I was supposed to verbally do it, but I misunderstood him, so I typed it out because I, you know. And he's like, oh, gosh, I need it. And I said, you know what, Leo, you read it to You read it. And I want you to be dramatic. I want you just a dramatic one dramatic minute reading, reading of your rant. Of my rant. Oh, and he did it. <laughs> and it's so good. Okay. So go listen to Movies on Weed and follow him, by the way. He I love him. He's out in California 
five, six, seven minute episodes and listen to the death race episode and you'll hear my rant. Um, and then my Insta page appreciation post, I want to call out um, and apologize, but Nikita slash movies and TV shows. It's a weekly on point, honest reviews out of Dubai. Oh. And we've kind of become friends, and I cool. like I like his Instagram page. So, nice. and I'll tag him and or her. I'm sorry, you know him, her, um, and so you can follow. And then quickly, I want to do a fan appreciation. I want to just do a shout out to our fan Anthony P. and Dara G. We love that you all listen to us and you give us lots of attention on our Instagram page. I appreciate that. And then we've got a couple of new people, um, Casey P. And Dan G. Nice. Now, you know, I don't want to say their full yeah. names, but they thanks know who they us. are. Yeah. And thanks for joining yeah. us, guys. We appreciate it. And so we'll be back next week, actually, mm -hmm. because we got more movies coming out and we got our new segment with Lauren. Lauren's, Lauren will be joining us. Lauren. So make sure you follow us on Instagram to keep up to date with all yep. those hit or misses or questions that Allie's asking. Follow us, recommend us, ask us your questions. What's your favorite beverage? Make sure to reach out to oh. either Allie or I. We'd love to hear from you guys. And you can follow us on Instagram and Spotify. Go to the movies. <laughs>